Exodus chapter 40, the making of the altar for the burnt offering. Bazalel made the altar for the burnt offering of acacia wood, seven and a half feet long, seven and a half feet wide. It was square and its height was four and a half feet. He made the horns on the four corners. Its horns were part of it and he overlaid it with bronze. He made all the utensils of the altar, the pots, the shovels and the tossing bowls, the meat hooks and the fire pans. He made all the utensils of bronze. He made a grating for the altar, a network of bronze under the ledge, halfway up from the bottom. He cast four rings for the four corners of the bronze grating to provide places for the poles. He made the poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with bronze. He put the poles into the rings on the sides of the altar with which to carry it. He made the altar hollow out of boards. He made the large basin of bronze and its pedestal of bronze from the mirrors of the women who served at the entrance of the tent of meeting. The construction of the courtyard. Bezalel made the courtyard. From the south side, the hangings of the courtyard were made of fine twisted linen, 150 feet long, with their 20 posts and their 20 bronze bases, with the hooks of the posts and their bands of silver. For the north side of the hangings were 150 feet, with their 20 posts and their bronze bases, with the hooks of the posts and their bands of silver. For the west side, there were hangings 75 feet long, with their ten posts and their ten bases, with the hooks of the posts and their bands of silver. For the east side, towards the sunrise, it was 75 feet long, with hangings on one side of the gate that were 22 and a half feet long, with their three posts and their three bases. And for the second side of the gate of the courtyard, just like the other, the hangings were 22 and a half feet long, with their three posts and their three bases. All the hangings around the courtyard were of fine twisted linen, The bases for the posts were bronze, the hooks for the posts and their bands were silver. Their tops were overlaid with silver and all the posts of the courtyard had silver bands. The curtain for the gate of the courtyard was blue, purple and scarlet yarn and the gate and the fine twisted linen, the work of an embroiderer. It was 30 feet long and like the hangings in the courtyard it was seven and a half feet high with four posts and their four bronze bases. Their hooks and their bands were silver, and their tops were overlaid with silver. All the tent pegs of the tabernacle and of the courtyard all around were bronze. The materials of the construction. This is the inventory of the tabernacle, the tabernacle of the testimony, which was counted by the order of Moses, being the work of the Levites under the direction of Ithamar, son of Aaron the priest. Now Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, made everything that Lord had commanded Moses. And with him was Oelab, son of Ashimach, of the tribe of Dan, an artisan, a designer and an embroiderer, in blue, purple and scarlet yarn and fine linen. All the gold that was used for the work, in all the work of the sanctuary, namely the gold of the wave offering, was 29 talents and 730 shekels, according to the sanctuary shekel. The silver of those who were numbered of the community was 100 talents and 1,775 shekels, according to the sanctuary shekel, one becker per person, that is, a half shekel according to the sanctuary shekel, for everyone who crossed over to those numbered from 20 years or older, 603,550 in all. 
the hundred talents of silver were used for casting the bases of the sanctuary and the bases of the special curtain. One hundred bases for one hundred talents, one talent per base. From the remaining 1,775 shekels, he made hooks for the pots, overlaid their tops and made bands for them. The bronze of the wave offering was 70 talents and 2,400 shekels. With it he made the bases for the door of the tent of meeting, the bronze altar, the bronze grating for it, and all the utensils of the altar, the bases for the courtyard all around, the bases for the gate of the courtyard, all the tent pegs of the tabernacle, and all the tent pegs of the courtyard all around. Exodus chapter 39, the making of the priestly garments. From the blue, purple, and scarlet yarn there were made woven garments for serving in the sanctuary. They made holy garments that were for Aaron, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. The ephod. He made the ephod of gold, blue, purple, scarlet yarn, and fine twisted linen. They hammered the gold into thin sheets and cut it into narrow strips to weave them into the blue, purple and scarlet yarn and into the fine linen, the work of an artistic designer. They made shoulder pieces for it attached to two of its corners so it would be joined together. The artistically woven waistband of the ephod was uh, on it was like it, of one piece with it, of gold, blue, purple and scarlet yarn and fine twisted linen just as the lawn had commanded Moses. They set the onyx stones in the gold filigree settings engraved as with the engravings of a seal with the names of the sons of Israel. He put them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod as stones of memorial for the Israelites, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. The Breastpiece of Decision He made the breastpiece the work of an artistic designer in the same fashion as the ephod, of gold, blue, purple and scarlet yarn and fine twisted linen. It was a square. They made the breastplate doubled, nine inches long and nine inches wide were doubled. They set, it on, they set on it four rows of stones, a row with roby, topaz and beryl, the first row, the second row a turquoise, a sapphire and an emerald, and the third row a jacinth, an agate and an amethyst, and the fourth row a chrysolite, an onyx, and a jasper. They were enclosed in gold filigree settings. The stones were for the names of the sons of Israel, twelve, corresponding to the number of their names. Each name corresponding to one of the twelve tribes was like the engravings of a seal. They made for the breastpiece braided chains like cords of pure gold. They made two gold filigree settings and two gold rings, and they attached the two rings to the upper two ends of the breastpiece. They attached the two gold chains to the two gold rings at the ends of the breastpiece, and on the other ends of the two gold chains they attached the two settings, and they attached them to the shoulder pieces of the ephod at the front of it. They made two rings of gold and put them on the other two ends of the breastpiece on its edge, which is on the inner side of the ephod. They made two more gold rings and attached them to the bottom of the two shoulder pieces on the front of the ephod, close to the juncture above the waistband of the ephod. They tied the breastpiece by its rings to the rings of the ephod by blue cord, so that it was above the waistband of the ephod, so that the breastpiece would not be loose from the ephod, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. The Other Garments He made the robe of the ephod completely blue, the work of a weaver. 
There was an opening in the centre of the robe like the opening of a collar, with an edge all around the opening so it could not be torn. They made the pomegranates of blue, purple and scarlet yarn, and twisted linen around the hem of the robe. They made bells of pure gold and attached the bells between the pomegranates around the hem of the robe between the pomegranates. There was a bell and a pomegranate, a bell and a pomegranate, all around the hem of the road, to be used in ministering, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. They made tunics of fine linen, a work of a weaver, for Aaron and his sons, and a turban of fine linen, the headbands of fine linen, and the undergarments of fine twisted linen. The sash was of fine twisted linen and blue, purple and scarlet yarn, the work of an embroiderer, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. They made a plate, a holy diadem of pure gold, and wrote on it an inscription, as on the engravings of a seal, Holiness to the Lord. They attached to it a blue cord to attach it to the turban above, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Moses inspects the tabernacle. So all the work of the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, was completed, and the Israelites did according to all the Lord had commanded Moses. They did it exactly so. They brought the tabernacle to Moses, the tent and all its furnishing, clasps, frames, bars, posts and bases, and the coverings of ram skins dyed red, the coverings of fine leather and the protecting curtain, the Ark of the Testament in its poles and the atonement lid, the table, all its utensils and the bread of the presence, the pure lampstand, its lamps with the lamps set in order and all its accessories and oil for the light and the gold altar, and the anointing oil, and the fragrant incense, and the curtain for the entrance of the tent, the bronze altar and its bronze gratings, its poles and all its utensils, the large basin with its pedestal, the hangings of the courtyard, its posts and its bases, and the curtain for the gateway of the courtyard, its ropes and its tent pegs, and all the furnishings for the service of the tabernacle, for the tent of meeting the woven garments for serving in the sanctuary, the holy garments of Aaron the priest, and the garments of his sons to minister as priests. The Israelites did all the work according to all the Lord had commanded Moses. Moses inspected all the work, and they had done it just as the Lord had commanded. They had done it exactly, and Moses blessed them. Exodus chapter 40, setting up the sanctuary. Then the Lord spoke to Moses. On the first day of the first month you are to set up the tabernacle, the tent of the meeting. You are to place the Ark of the Testimony in it and shield the Ark with the special curtain. You are to bring in the table and set out the things that belong on it. Then you are to bring in the lampstand and set up the lamps. You are to put the gold altar for incense in front of the Ark of the Testimony and put the curtain at the entrance to the tabernacle. You are to put the altar for the burnt offering in front of the entrance to the tabernacle, the tent of the meeting. You are to put the large basin between the tent of the meeting and the altar and put water in it. You are to set up the courtyard around it and put the curtain at the gate of the courtyard and take the anointing oil and anoint the tabernacle and all that is in it and sanctify it and all its furnishings and it will be holy. Then you are to anoint the altar for the burnt offering with all its utensils. You are to sanctify the altar and it will be the most holy altar. You must also anoint the large basin and its pedestal and you are to sanctify it. 
You are to bring Aaron and his sons to the entrance of the tent of meeting and wash them with water. Then you are to clothe Aaron with the holy garments and anoint him and sanctify him so that he may minister as my priest. You are to bring his sons and clothe them with tunics and anoint them just as you anointed their father so that they may minister as my priests. Their anointing will make them a priesthood that will continue throughout their generations. This is what Moses did according to all the Lord had commanded him. So he did. So the tabernacle was set up on the first day of the first month in the second year. When Moses set up the tabernacle and put its bases in place, he set up its frames, attached its bars and set up its posts. He then spread the tent over the tabernacle and put the covering of the tent over it, as the Lord had commanded him. He took the testimony and put it in the ark, attached the poles to the ark and then put the atonement lid on the ark. And he brought the ark into the tabernacle, hung the protective curtain and and shielded the ark of the testimony from view, just as the Lord had commanded him. And Moses put the table in the tent of meeting on the north side of the tabernacle, outside the curtain. And he set the bread in order on it before the Lord, just as the Lord had commanded him. And he put the lampstand in the tent of meeting opposite the table on the south side of the tabernacle. Then he set up the lamps before the Lord, just as the Lord had commanded him. And he put the gold altar in the tent of meeting in front of the curtain, and he burned fragrant incense on it, just as the Lord had commanded him. Then Moses put the curtain at the entrance to the tabernacle. He also put the altar for the burnt offering by the entrance to the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, and offered on it the burnt offering and the meal offering, just as the Lord had commanded him. Then he put the large basin between the tent of meeting and the altar and put water in it for washing. Moses and Aaron and his sons would wash their hands and their feet in it. Whenever they entered the tent of meeting and whenever they approached the altar, they would wash, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. And he set up the courtyard around the tabernacle and the altar and put the curtain at the gate of the courtyard. So Moses finished the work. Then the cloud covered the tent of meeting, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Moses was not able to enter the tent of meeting, because the cloud settled on it, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. But when the cloud was lifted up from the tabernacle, the Israelites would set out on all their journeys. But if the cloud was not lifted up, then they would not journey further until the day it was lifted up. For the cloud of the Lord was on the tabernacle by day, but fire would be on it at night, in plain view of all the house of Israel throughout all their journeys. Hebrews chapter 1. Introduction. God has spoken fully and finally in his Son. After God spoke long ago in various portions and in various ways to our ancestors through the prophets, in these last days he has spoken to us in a Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom he created the world. The Son is the radiance of his glory and the representation of his essence, and he sustains all things by his powerful word. And so when he had accomplished cleansing for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Thus he became so far better than the angels, as he inherited the name superior to theirs.
the Son is superior to angels. For to which of the angels did God ever say, You are my Son, today I have fathered you? And in another place he says, I will be his Father and he will be my Son. But when he again brings his firstborn into the world, he says, Let all the angels of God worship him. And he says to the angels, He makes his angels winds and his ministers a flame of fire. But the Son, he says, Your throne, O God, is for ever and ever, and a righteous scepter is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. So God, your God, has anointed you over your companions with the oil of rejoicing. And you founded the earth in the beginning, Lord, and the heavens are the works of your hands. They will perish, but you continue. And they will all grow old like a garment, and like a robe you will fold them up, and like a garment they will be changed. But you are the same, and your years will never run out. But to which of the angels has he ever said, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for my feet? Are they not all ministering spirits sent out to serve those who will inherit salvation? <laughs> 